Bam 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 A comedy self-help podcast to make life suck I'm really glad we didn't keep that up. And here's the thing. If you're joining for the first time, boy, you are in for a treat. It's not what at all what we've just promised. This is not your Full Frontal Friday. Book review. Where we read a book and talk about its tips, its tricks, its highs, its lows, its peaks, its valleys, everything that's good and everything that's terrible about it. That's right. We uh, are on a weekly beef Tuesday. Which means it's a mini-sode. Yeah. And we're going to do something wild. It could be trivia. It could be a thought-provoking question. We have guests. It could just be checking in on homework. You don't know. Nobody knows. We know. That's <laughs> Misty's did it. I'm Lisa Linky. Right, that too. And um, we're going to get started. But before we do, I do want to say, if you're listening to this podcast out and about on your day, Instagram yourself, either in a picture or a video on your uh, Instagram story and Mm -hmm. tag us, and we'll repost that. We'll feature you. We love to see how people are out and about uh, with Go Help Yourself out in the world. Some of our friends listen while running 10 miles in the morning. Some of them are at Target. Yeah. Some of them are in the car. Some Mm -hmm. of them are hiding from their in-laws. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, We're with you wherever you are, friends. Wherever you are. Uh, Okay. So, Misty, Mm -hmm. I assigned you some uh, homework from Get Your Life Together. Yeah, maybe the best homework. Maybe, but also terrifying for the Misties of the world. I picked it. I know. So you assigned me uh, one of her challenges Mm -hmm. in the book was to not do anything. Was to be a human being. Was not not a a human human doing. doing. Which is such, it's a phrase that I've heard like 14 times over Mm. the last few Mm. days. The universe is trying to tell you something. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, Misty did not like that. Okay. Um, So my homework was take an evening when I normally would be productive and just be mm-hmm. like, don't do anything at all. And how was that, Misty? It was harder to find an evening than I thought. Because <laughs> half of it was like, I'm just going to send a few quick emails and then I'll do this. You know, there is there is a little bit of like work maintenance that has to happen. Sure, sure, sure. But it felt good. Oh, I good. didn't like. I was just like, fuck it. I'm not allowed to like, you know, unload the dishwasher before I go to bed, and no. I'm not allowed to da da da. So I watched a movie. What movie? Uh, the Handmaiden. Ooh. It's by the same director that directed Old Boy. It is a gorgeous, is that unbelievable. Korean? No. Yes. Oh yeah. I, uh, I can't wait to watch that. Oh my! It's like tense God. tension, right? Tense suspense. Oh yeah, it's like it's like psychological thriller. Yeah, but there's also not really thriller. And not really action. It's just like a psychological drama, but there's so many twists and turns and such a beautiful, I can't wait. beautiful use of humor. And it's one of the most gorgeous films I've seen in a long time. So between um, Midsummer and then seeing this, I've just had a real intense. And with your new soundbar. <laughs> with my new soundbar. Thank you. And it sounded great. Great. I'm so it pleased. Did. Yes. Congratulations. Thank Will you. Will you be doing more of these in the future? I really would like to. And I, I also. I want everybody to know she like squared her jaw and her shoulders at me was like, I really would like to. I really would like to. But no. Well, I I also managed to give myself uh, a Misty-style Saturday off, which meant I wasn't going to do any work, no, like, copywriting, nothing for the podcast, et cetera. Just 30 errands. I did, like, four loads of laundry and deep-cleaned my house, but... 
But, 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 I also didn't have, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my God, we got like four snorts. <laughs> well, for me, that is like, a, there's something about like tucking into my environment and taking control of my I'm very environment. very proud of you. Good. Anyway. Me, four loads of laundry is like a full day's work. <laughs> it was, it really was. And then but, I leave the laundry on top of my dryer for four weeks. Right. I'm not saying that I wasn't exhausted, but the point is... I got to bed early. I didn't have I didn't have 14 places to be. Okay, I like that. Right? Congrats. And I didn't have like a class that day for the first time in forever. And the next day that I woke up, I was so much happier. Yeah. So I I am I am finally starting to synthesize cuz I've realized it for a long time to but to really synthesize that downtime or as the author's Bill and Ned's excellent adventure mm-hmm. in The Self-Driven Child, Child that my sister Heather so beautifully presented. I'm finally starting to really understand and feel the correlation between downtime and my own happiness level. So funny. I feel like I've really managed to let that synthesize in. I know like you a are happier compared to you. Uh, f- f- well, for sure, but only because you are wise. <laughs> And I am terrified. I think I'm also that, older. That's what it, well, hence wise. Um, okay, so thank you for that. And I really am going to try and continue. And yeah. something something else that uh, my friend Jesse, who came on and so beautifully presented difficult conversations, said to me, as I think Warren Buffett does this, but you can, you can take, you can sort of narrow down your priorities to five categories and only focus on those five things. And that's something— Fuck you, Warren Buffett. I can do 20. Thank you. And that's something that I want to focus on for the rest of the year, and downtime might be one of them. I love it. Great. So— What are we doing today, Misty? Okay, so I have prepared a thought-provoking question for you that you have not heard. You don't know what I'm about to say. And you, you don't know me. Maybe I have. You Maybe know I'm, I'm going to ask. That's right. And you know I'm going to ask for your your take on this. And then I'm going to back it up with some articles. Right. I mean, that's a very misty. That's on brand. Stam. Yeah. It's on brand. Okay. Lisa. Yeah. How do you set boundaries with friends? Stop asking me that question, Misty. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in trouble. I feel sort uh, of titillated. How do I set boundaries with friends? It's a great question. You know, it's very hard. And it very hard. I never did it in my twenties, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> fell into deep depressions, um, uh, clinical depression. Do you think because of that? I think it was part. Uh, no, I don't think it was partly that, but I think it was because I didn't know how to express anger, and I think anger was a result of my boundaries being crossed. Yeah, which we've learned from the upside of your dark side. That's right. So I think how I set boundaries with friends is now I have a smaller circle of friends. Okay. Um, who respect my boundaries and mm-hmm. also help me recognize when my boundaries are being crossed or when I need to set one. With them or in general? In general, okay. right? So they can tell when I'm being like uh, triggered, I think, yeah. and when it, when I'm really upset. Right. Um, and I also think that they just tend to not take advantage of me. So it sounds like you you've definitely experienced people – not having boundaries or not being able to set boundaries with people and you just sort of weeded them out. That's I think one thing and I think the other thing is that I have I have practiced setting mm-hmm. and and setting boundaries. Um and you know it's hard and I it gets harder sometimes with some people and then those people leave your life and then um it gets easier with some people and the, as soon as some people start to respect those or help you see that you need to set them. And then when you set them, they give you 
positive validation for that. Yeah. Um, I think that that makes it easier. Also, I just think that seeing the positive influence in your life or effect on your life once you do that kind of is its own reward. Oh, my God. Boundary setting is that I've really only started to put into practice this year. So fucking powerful. Yeah. Insane. Um. Also, I've witnessed people put up a lot of boundaries, some that I don't always agree with. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. everybody has their own style of boundary setting, and so I've kind of been able to pick and choose what mine is. Sure. Yeah. And, and I, I think, think that's it. I think so. I don't know. Great. Also, everybody can be better at boundary setting. Oh, for sure. And I also think something that just came to mind is that you we can also set invisible boundaries. You don't ha- necessarily have to go to a person and say, this is my boundary. This is what I need from you. You can choose. I'm only going to spend time with this person in a group setting. I need mm-hmm. a buffer or whatever that mm-hmm. looks like. You don't have to tell them. Like I you only, only record are. with you when Sav is in the room. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because everyone knows why. We don't have to talk about it. Okay. So I am going to. How do you um, set boundaries, Misty? Well, I'm still learning. I'm still really learning. I, uh, I'm i going to. So I'm going to quickly uh, present two quick articles. One is nine boundaries you should have in your friendships, according to experts. That's the title of the article. It's, it's on Bustle. And I'll put a link to that in show notes. And then uh, the other one is from Brit & Co. And it's nine tips for setting healthy boundaries. So one is sort of here are the boundaries you should have. Misty loves a list. I fucking love a list. Um, you are Jane the Virgin. Oh, thank Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I take that as a huge, it's a huge compliment. Huge. And also because of my immaculate conception. Well, yeah. You know what I mean. That I have. You are Gina Rodriguez. No, that's, yeah, Gina Rodriguez in Jane the Virgin. Thank you. Yeah. I'd also like to be her in real life. She's fucking gorgeous. She's everything. Yes. Um, I think also uh, one of the boundaries I am learning to set is how much I share with people. I'm I'm sort of starting to have a spidey sense come in and decide – okay, this is something I really am excited to share with a close friend and get very personal and tell them my innermost thoughts, or I'm just going to stick to a more surface-level explanation of X, Y, Z. So again, not something that I need to tell them out loud, right? Some of these can be internal boundaries that I'm setting for myself to— My poops are green. That's right. So um, (laughs) it's not easy, pooping green. (laughs) Um, uh, There's that beautiful quote, which is uh, boundaries are the distance at, at which I can love you and me simultaneously. That's right. So I love that. Okay, so the Bustle article, nine boundaries you should have in your friendships according to experts. Um, one is how you treat each other's time. Uh, you know, if if somebody is constantly canceling last minute and you feel like it's really affecting you, um, you can talk to them about respecting their time. So that's one example, right? I'm really glossing over this, but if you want to read the article, it will be there for you. Just click on it. Um, what needs you share with them? Wants and needs are a big part of many facets of life, including with friendships. And and the reason I'm focusing on friendships is because I think there's so much literature out there about how to navigate or perfect the dynamic with your significant other or at the holidays with your family, but there's not a ton about friendships, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so for instance, you may want a friend to go with you to a concert on Friday night, but you need them to be punctual when you meet for coffee. So the ability to express your needs to your friends versus your wants yeah. allow these relationships to remain authentic, honest, and healthy. Um, number three is how reciprocal you are. You know that friend who only seems to contact you when they need something? Well, don't be that kind of friend. Yeah. A boundary that goes unchecked in many relationships is the non-reciprocal benefits issue, um, according to a life expert. 
Uh, for example, a friend only contacts you when they want you to put them in touch with a contact that you worked very hard to cultivate on your own, which has happened to me with a couple of friends. They are relentless and keep coming at you for their own benefit and not yours. So sometimes that means it might be time to reevaluate the friendship yeah. or to have a corrective conversation, et cetera. Yeah, which reminds me, when are you going to give me Angelina Jolie's email? Never. Cool, okay, cool, cool, moving cool, 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 cool. on. Um, number four, how much you tell them. So you probably have certain friends who know almost everything about you and others who don't, and that's perfectly okay. Some people have this idea that they need to tell their friends absolutely everything going on in their life. If you would like to do that, that's fine, but you're not obliged. You can be as open or private about matters as you would like. Mm -hmm. Number five, how you treat their values. One aspect that makes friendships interesting is the fact that you and your friends are not usually carbon copies of each other. And in that regard, it's important to respect the differences between you. It's important to respect your friends' values and ask that they respect yours. You may not share the same religion, ideas, or political views as your friend, and that's okay. A healthy friendship allows two people to respectfully believe in very different things. Um, it's not your job to try and convince your friends to come over to your side, nor is it their job to convince you. Number six, how you separate your emotions and well-being. Although the ability to sympathize with your friend is a great quality to have, you don't want to get too sucked in as to lose your friends or lose yourself in the process. One of the main boundaries people must uphold within friendships is keeping their emotions and well-being separate from that of their friends, says another expert. We can empathize with, support, care for, think of, and provide for our friends. That's what we do in meaningful relationships. But once our emotional state begins to rely on our friends' emotional state, we've got a problem. It's called codependency. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the number seven boundary that they recommend you set in a friendship is how you affect each other's lives. If you think about your friends right now, you can probably differentiate the ones who truly enhance your life from the ones who don't. Friends are people you can re rely on to support you, cheer for you, and call you out on your stuff in a loving way. Friends who compete with you, pick fights, play middle high school style mean girl games, continuously create storms, then cry about the rain, often lack the ability to have healthy friendships. I mean, do people still have those friends? I guess. I mean, I you know, I don't know the the target audience for Bustle okay. that might be younger. Um, overall, one of these experts says it's essential to be aware of how your energy affects other people as well as to be intentional about the mood you bring or take away when you're with people you care about. Yeah. Um, my friend Michelle puts this in a beautiful way. There are people who feed you and people who drain you. So just becoming aware of that means you can start to distance yourself from the ones who really drain you. Mm -hmm. um, number eight is how how you support your friends. You've probably had a friend decide to do something you'd never do, even though you tried to talk them out of it. However, it's their decision or mistake to make. You need to let your friends make decisions and mistakes on their own. Mm -hmm. So they really expand on that, uh, but we will keep moving. Number nine, the last one, is whether you're able to say no. Learn the difference between being agreeable, flexible, and adaptable, which can be healthy in relationships, to being a people pleaser. Um, this is a line you must draw for yourself to keep your own self-identity intact. If you recognize that you are a people pleaser, look within and see what the root cause is for your needing to please others at the expense of your own wants and desires. Mm -hmm. So I really loved this article. Um, the next one we're going to zoom through is by Brit & Co., nine tips for setting healthy boundaries with your friends. So the first one is pay attention to your body signal. Your body may know long before your brain does that changes need to be made in the dynamic between you and a friend. Um, so if you're starting to feel stressed or anxious when mm -hmm. you're about to see a person or, mm -hmm. or you leave and you go... <sighs> in the car afterwards, that's that's a sign, right? So number two, consider the history. We're not saying that people can't evolve, learn from their previous, previous mistakes, 
and become better friends over time. But if the pal you're dealing with has a history of upsetting you, establishing parameters could be a good idea. Number three, check the fear factor. Do you feel nervous about sharing your honest opinion with your pal? Are you cautious with them whenever it comes time to discuss a topic that's complicated or emotional? If your answer to either of these questions is yes, the relationship might not be as healthy as you think it is. Mm. Those underlying nerves are another signal that boundaries could be necessary. Mm -hmm. Number four, take care of yourself first. This simple, clear guideline is a great way for you to start seeing how it might feel to create different expectations with those in your circle. If you have a friend who is chronically late to meet you in a way that feels offensive or hurtful, it's okay to let her know that her behavior isn't working for you. Or if your friend asks you to use a white lie to cover for her at work or with other friends, be honest if it makes you uncomfortable. We always want to make sure we are giving out of the excess we have after taking care of ourselves and our own lives first. Sure, in emergencies, we will drop everything to be there for our friends, but not every event is an emergency. Yeah. Which is interesting because I do really like to prioritize my friendships, you know, and I do like to be there. But sometimes it's like, no, I've got to finish prepping for the podcast. I can't take this phone call yeah, or whatever it is. Uh, number five, pause and reflect. Before you start thinking about the best way to broach the subject, give yourself a little emotional cooling off period to make sure that the issue at hand is the rule, not the exception. Wait and see if the bad behaviors are actually a pattern for a friend or just a weird one-off bad day or for a few days. Number six, master the boundaries vocabulary. When you decide that it's time to talk to your pal about expectations, uh, this expert recommends using phrases like, it makes me uncomfortable when, or I want to share with you how I'm feeling about, or we need to come up with a different plan because this isn't working for me. Mm -hmm. Number seven. Don't set it up as a confrontation. There's no need to send your friend a formal invitation to some sort of official boundaries talk and the words we need to talk are going to shut her down from the beginning. Alternatively, uh, suggest that you bring up the new boundary and the language discussed above in the appropriate context. If your friend has just shown up late or called you in the middle of the night again, that's your moment to share how you've been feeling about the behavior and lay out your expectations for it to change. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Don't fucking call me, Bitch. Uh, number eight, keep your self-talk positive. As you begin to prioritize your own life ahead of your friend's needs, you might find doubt and self-judgment creep in. Stop them in their tracks. In the early stages of establishing limits, remind yourself as often as needed that healthy friendships involve two people who equally respect the other's needs for personal time and space. Practice communicating parameters with love and confidence so that you're not constantly afraid that doing so will put your friendships at risk. Mm -hmm. The last one, number nine, don't try to become someone's therapist. If you find yourself constantly on call as an emotional support for one of your besties, quietly resigning from your role as her 24-7 therapist is an option worth pursuing. Be honest with your friend about what kinds of problems you actually feel able to handle and at what times of day or night might not be appropriate for a panicked email or text message. A friend who is constantly reaching out for your advice might even benefit from seeing a qualified therapist. After all, most likely, you don't have the proper training. Bitch. Bitch. You don't um, have the training. Yeah. So for anybody like myself who is like, what boundaries are helpful and how do I go about doing these? <laughs> I found this really, really helpful. Yay. Thank Yay. you, Misty. Um, so if any of you uh, are currently setting boundaries with friends and it's gone great or it hasn't gone well at all, we want to know. Or if you need to set a boundary with us, please email us yeah. or slide into our DMs. That's right. Go help yourself podcast at gmail.com. All of the plugs are in the super fun little outro you're about to hear. Do, 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 do you want to get in touch? Do, you do. do, do, do. <laughs> great. And with that, everybody, have a great day. Life, Life is, is abundant. abundant.
Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Twitter at G-H-Y podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.